welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, the podcast for your ears. Today's show is brought to you by us. Without us, we would not be here today. My name is Jason. KJ, what's on the show today? And I'm KJ. In this, our 45th episode. Wait, we- what? 45. Wow, okay. We review our week in the Week in Review. Then, if you've ever wondered, do we have a guest, find out. Later, we may or may not take a quiz, and we'll wrap it all up with feedback and, of course, more ridiculous Amazon reviews. All that, plus several conversational tangents. And speaking of tangents... You have anything else to say? We'll get 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 on the tangents. Live from Chatter, it's the Speaking of Tangents podcast. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happen. The things that happen. It's the speak of tangents. Week in review. KJ, what is up? Oh, good is up today. Good Good to hear. Because we are live in chatter. At Chatter. We, we are? are? We are chattering at Chatter. At Chatter. For the first time recording together. In person. In the same room. Yes. And of course, we do have Mark Stern running the board. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for being here today, Mark. Of course. You make it all possible. Are you Thank kidding you. me? I'm honored to be here. And, and you know, we'll, we'll chat with him a little bit later. Yes. So yeah, good is up. Good. Um, is there anything that happened to you this week that you want to talk about? What didn't? I'm in D.C. Yes. We went to the O's game. How was that? It was wonderful. So Camden you went, Yards is fabulous. And you went with? I went with Joe Arrow, uh-huh. Jenny, uh-huh. and the Hall of Famer. Yes. And we, it was, we had a blast. But the one thing uh, Joe Arrow said to me, you cannot, because I'm, I'm a Twins and a Cubs fan, he says to me, you cannot cheer for both teams. Okay. Why not? Because you can't cheer for both teams. Yes, you can. So what if they're playing each other? Well, if they're in, if that happens, I will, you know, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Oh, so Cubbies, wait, 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 wait. The Cubbies and the Twins aren't going to get to the World Series. What if they did? Well, I don't know. I don't know how. Like I said, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. How about we get to that bridge right now? <laughs> which one would you pick? You think if if I put you on the spot right now, which one do you think you would go with? Where's your heart? If the Cubs did not win last year, I'd probably go, go for the Cubs. But I'd now i gotta, I got to cheer for the Twins. Yeah, I think that's the right answer. Yeah. I agree with that because right. the Cubs won recently. Yes, they which, did. Which, you know, before that, there was no winning recently for them whatsoever. No. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. So when's the last time the Twins won? 91? 92? Something like that? 91, right? Yep, yeah. 91. Thank you. We're polling the crowd on this one. <laughs> I would always need help with the crowd, as some of you people know. And some of you people get after me. Hashtag Beetlejuice. <laughs> what is up with you? Um, I'm also in D.C. Yes. Yes. Um, in case you didn't you Friendship know that. Friendship Heights. Yes. And flew here yesterday. Was going to drive and then at the last minute decided to fly because it was a nine-hour drive. You would think I could have planned that ahead of time, but that's not how I roll. Yeah, I figured that out. Yeah. So I got here uh, yesterday afternoon, and I'm staying in a hotel that's like a mall. It's like a 
hotel inside of a mall. So I walk out my door, and it's like people walking by with shopping bags right outside the door. Oh, so you've and been... escalators, and there's like an Old Navy and all this other stuff. And have you been doing some shopping? Because I can um, see you doing that. CBS. Oh, CBS. you can see me shopping? I can see you shopping. No. Buying some flip-flops? No. No. Okay. I, no. Okay. No. Now, one thing that happened to me... Yes. When was... Was last weekend Father's Day? You know I don't celebrate holidays. No, I know. Okay. Father's Day was last weekend? Okay. So, for Mother's Day, we took my mom to our home golf course for... They have a, a Mother's Day and a Father's Day buffet. Mm-hmm. There's a Mother's Day buffet, and it was... I don't know. On the same day? No, on okay. Mother's Day. Oh, okay. Imagine that. Yeah. So, it was... What was it? 19 bucks for... 16, you, 16 bucks. Are you asking me? I'm asking the Hall of Fame. Oh, sorry. 17. 17 bucks. You're close. For Mother's Day buffet. And mm-hmm. Mother's got a free mimosa. Pretty okay. good deal. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good, bu- good spread. Yeah. So then we were going to take my stepfather for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And the, the price was Father's paid for Father's Day, it's 23 bucks. And Father's get a free round of golf and prime rib. Well, that, that seems like a better deal to me. Why do women not care about golf? Well, what, I mean, mothers don't want to golf. I don't care about golf. I mean, I'm not a woman, obviously, but yeah. I don't care about golf. Nice but, shot, mom. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yes, very much so. So, we didn't go to the Father's Day buffet mm-hmm. because we didn't understand. I don't understand that. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I did see a picture though of somewhere you did go on Father's Day. Remind me, welcome to Delicious. Yes, yes. Culver's. Yes. Went to Culver's. Mm-hmm. It was free Sunday. We had so, already been for ice cream. And then we saw the was, sign that said... Wait a minute. Culver's pa- is free on Sundays? Free Sunday. D-A-E. Oh. Like ice for cream. For fathers. Okay. Yeah. So I pulled over three lanes of traffic to get into Culver's oh, no. for Welcome to Delicious. Nice. Did they say Welcome to Delicious? I didn't listen. I never listened to them. You gotta listen. That's the reason I won't go back there. Welcome to Delicious. What combo can I get for you? No. Yep. I no. Know. That's I don't why I don't combo. listen, because I don't want to yell at them and tell them they're dumb. Yeah. You'd never be able to go there again, I'm telling you. It, well, Mark, if you're me. Mark, have you ever been to Culver's? I, I'm not familiar with Culver's. What is Culver's? Frozen Custard, Wisconsin. Oh. Started in Wisconsin. That sounds good. It's really good. What's and the then, phrase? Welcome to Delicious? Welcome, welcome to, to Delicious. delicious. <laughs> that, that's not so, you know. Welcome to Stretch Pants. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that, folks, why he is why he's a stand-up comedian, and we are not. <laughs> nice. So yeah, we went to Culver's on on Father's cool. Day. Cool. But I didn't. Free mimosa versus free round of golf. It depends on how much you like golf and how much you like mimosas. I think. Well, it does, but. And I know you like golf. I like golf more mm-hmm. than mimosas. Speaking of golf, we're planning to golf together here. Is that tomorrow? Tomorrow. Friday? Yep. Shad is arranging that, and uh, we're going to go with Shad and Rob and Ed and Patrick and Sean and me and you and the Hall of Famer, right? Yep, we're yep. going to go tomorrow morning if there's not rain. Sorry, like, Tori, I have my hand up. Who Who is the Hall of Famer? I know, is it David Aldridge? Sitting right over there. Oh, there we go, the <laughs> Hall of Famer. Hockey uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, no kidding. Women's yes, Hockey Hall real. of Fame. How about that? Congrats. There you go. The mystery is solved. The mystery is jingle solved. Mysteries. Yes. What I told you jingle about Jingle Fest mysteries. Jingle yeah. Fest mysteries. And you know, Tony is soon going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. I know. Yes, I yes. think that's July 9th. Is I think, it? That's yeah, because I think we're supposed to do a show after that. Oh. So, yeah, I think it's July 9th at, uh, at uh, 
Nationals Park. Yes, I heard yes. about it um, a couple of months ago whenever they announced it, and I was waiting for when he's really going to get into it in depth, and I guess he's going to do it after the, the show after I that. think he's still riding, you know, the high yes. of becoming an honorary doctor. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So they'll have to amend. They're going to have to add something to that Hall of Fame at the Nats Park, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah somehow work in two-time Emmy Award winner, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I believe Tracy Tran was organizing uh, a group of littles to be there yes. uh, at the Nats game that day when he's getting... Yeah, I know uh, I've seen tweets yes. about that. There's going to be a whole little section, which yes. I actually expect to be about 10,000, 15,000 strong. Awesome. So, well, that's going to be a great la when they start yelling. <laughs> yeah. So anything else in the week in review that you want to talk about? Anything upcoming? We got Jingle Fest coming up. Yes. Are you prepared? Not yet. Okay. I'm going to start working on it on Saturday afternoon. Better. It's better to start Saturday afternoon than Saturday evening. Yeah, it's, I figured, you know, give me a couple hours and be fine. Um, that's going to be quite the event. Uh-huh. Do you know where it is? I thought it was at Penn Social. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think right. it's at the Marriott yeah, or something. Yeah, Bethesda Marriott. Bethesda Marriott. Which there we go. Is, all right, so this, as we look outside the beautiful windows here at yeah. Chatter, yes. this is Wisconsin Avenue. Uh, it would go straight up Wisconsin. It would be like the end of Bethesda. So oh, cool. Right around there. Cool. Cool. That'll be easy. Oh, yeah, very easy to get to. Now very I know how to get, to get there Saturday. Saturday, <laughs> right? This Saturday. Saturday. Okay, yes. good deal. I uh, took the red line this morning. No yes. Fire-free. Yes. <laughs> That's always nice. <laughs> it was easy. It's a bonus. Yeah. You might want to quit while you're ahead. I know. We, we took, <laughs> we took uh, a couple times yesterday. We took a few Ubers. Cool. I've, I've only ever taken Uber in, in D.C., and it's pretty slick. Yeah. I'll be doing that this afternoon yep. since I flew and left my car at home. And I don't they wouldn't know let me put the car on the airplane. <laughs> they wouldn't? Mm. It's not like one of those ferries where you drive up? No. See, if you had seen the Fast and the Furious movies, the series yeah, of great you know, film classics, you would know that they had a, car, a plane that you drive the cars up into. And that's what I was hoping for, and that didn't happen. I'm just not cool enough to do that. Someday. I'll yeah. talk to Vin Diesel for you. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but that happens a fair amount. <laughs> that happens to me all the time, as we know. And it is a live, live. Live from Chatter. Yes, we want to thank everyone here at Chatter, Mark, Stern, and everyone else, Michael, and everyone at the TK Show for helping us set this up. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's a great thrill and pleasure to come in and record here, man. This is, this is, this is a really cool place you got here. Oh, it's great. Yes, no, thank it's, you. We finally get to hang up our decorations, so <laughs> you know, now it feels like home. But no, nice. this is, it's great to have you guys in here. It's great to have everyone in here. This is a huge crowd. You guys got a nice uh, entourage yes. walking around with you Thanks guys. Thanks for this coming. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know why, but, but <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful. Because you guys are great. You guys are great. <laughs> we appreciate that. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Well, yes, Jason, we do have a guest. He's a producer. Mm -hmm. He's a writer. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a lifelong Boston's, Boston Red Sox fan, <laughs> a former Minnesota Vikings fan, recently turned New England Patriots fan, huge movie buff. He does a pretty darn good Christopher Walken and Vlad Putin, but he's still <laughs> polishing that British accent. He's a self-professed Jedi Knight. He's the multi-talented Mark Stern, everybody. All right. Yeah. Give my hand. Woo. 
No, thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us and for hosting us here and yes. producing for us here. Are you kidding me? No, this is, this is a treat for me. This is awesome to see you guys in action. And I'm, I'm hearing you, the, the intros to your segments, there's nothing better when you're like, hey, we need an intro, we need a little bit of song or something like that. I'll just write it and we'll just voice it and we'll yep. sing it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, it's pretty handy to have that in your belt. It is. Yes. So, so now thanks. I think Jason's going to ask you a very important question, try to get it out of the way, right out of the okay. box. I'm ready. I know everybody's dying to know this. Um, this is a big topic on our podcast. How do you feel about craisins? How do I feel about craisins? Yes. Uh, I feel very strongly about craisins. That's good. We like strong takes. Uh, I, I've had, I'm glad that this is a, a running theme on your yes. show, craisins, yes or no. Uh, I'm a big fan of them. I'm a big fan of them. I've tried them. I'm in this whole new kick now of like not eating things that are bad for me, like potato chips and french fries. And as <laughs> yes. we found out the other day that you eat french yes. fries more than twice a week, you're probably going to die. Yes. So craisins are part of the uh, the new Mark Stern, the new and improved Mark Stern uh, snack food. Awesome. And I would say probably anything you eat, eventually you're going to die. So. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, um, yes. And I'd like to thank you for coming on. Um, since you're on the pro-craisin side, that's the end of our interview. Um, we'll be going. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you eat these craisins? By the handful, do you throw them on a salad? No, that's the key. I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat a little small handful. The key is, as I found out with most things, is not to eat the entire box or bag of anything. There you, you go. Know? So yeah. when it says, you know, oh, 20 calories per serving, yes. but there's 48 servings in the bag, <laughs> you're like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't have eaten all, all right. of that. So, so I try and limit myself. I need one go. of those. What do they put on the horses? Like a muzzle and a horse. Yes, yes. Sure like the feed bag. Yes. <laughs> well, like, that would be helpful, too. Yeah, that might make me eat the whole thing. <laughs> so... You know, Jason's part of the podcast. I'm the other half. I'm good with throwing a craisin on top of a salad, so mm -hmm. you can stay. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm like with my salads. I don't like fruit on my salads. I know Tony doesn't like fruit on his meat. There you go. I don't like fruit in my salads or meat in my salads. Like, I'm a purist. Mm. Like, yeah, like, if it's like chicken Caesar, no, I don't want any of that. I'll just take a straight Caesar. Oh. I don't know why. I'm a purist. I like meat. I like fruit. Throw a few nuts on there. I'm a great with a fruit salad. Love that, even though I hate melons. Tony and I... It's odd how many things Tony and I share in common. Like, I think it's sort of like the longer you hang out together, the more, like, because I'm, yes. I'm afraid of flying now, which is uh -oh. fantastic. But, yeah, but I, a fruit salad, sure. But, no, fruit in my salad, no. I don't know why. So you said melons. You're not a big fan of melons. No. Um, another running thing on our show is pro or con watermelon. Con. Oh. Yes. Oh. Con. I know, and it disappoints con me. watermelon. Because, uh, when, you know, back in the day, one of the great things, you would see somebody take a watermelon, carve out a hole in it, and take a bottle of vodka. There you go. And tip it upside there down. <laughs> I'd be like, this is going to be really fun tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, but I don't like watermelon, so yeah. I'll have to come up with something else. So, so sadly, no, I'm on the con side of watermelon. Okay, so we're over two so far. <laughs> Maybe you should ask a question, KJ. Two for two. Oh, okay. What, oh, oh, what peeps. about We have a question from the crowd. Peeps. Uh, yeah, I have had peeps, um, but... <laughs> I think that's a, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, I would not say that I'm the hugest fan of peeps. I, I don't have like Understood. strong anti-peep feelings, mm. but it's just like again, if I'm on a health food kick, mm -hmm. like peeps would be like my mortal enemy. Oh, you know, yes, very much so. My biggest, not that you guys are asking, my biggest weakness is because like when I walk down, when I'm in the, in the supermarket Safeway, yes, I walk down the candy aisle, probably like an alcoholic walks through a liquor store. <laughs> And I'm like, ooh, this is, ooh, that would be good. Oh, yeah. And the one thing that always calls to me is gummy bears. Oh. So, yeah, that's the one thing. It's very hard for me to turn away from, uh, from Haribo gummy bears. Nice. So for whatever that's worth. I'm an anti-gummy bear, but pro-peep. Pro-peep? So I'm, I'm 
two for one, two and one with you. Mm-hmm. We're over three. We're over three. Oh, you're a peeps guy. Do you oh, a yeah. peeps guy too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I could eat peeps. Now I won't eat like the crazy flavored peeps, but like a regular peep, which is you know just the marshmallow and the sugar, I could eat like an entire pack of those without even thinking about it. What are crazy flavors like mango? Oh, they have like beef Wellington. Uh, they have like watermelon flavored peeps, which are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have what was that other? What one? else? Mystery flavors. Mystery. Yeah, the mystery mystery flavor peeps. And it was like guess the flavor. Mm, yeah. 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 They, they were. They did. I think one of the mystery flavors was some sort of meat product. Oh my god. Which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I am completely anti combinations of foods. Mm-hmm. Don't take two foods, even two foods I like. Don't take them and put them together. This is also something that comes up often for listeners of our podcast will know. I am. I am a. I am a food purist. I like the straight food, you know, plain food. Like you were saying, you don't like the salad with, you know, um, meat or um, meat in it. Then I, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. So, um, yeah, food purist. Food purist. Okay, well, that's yeah, good to so know. He, he, one so, of the examples would be like a Oreos. All these, they have peep Oreos. They have. Um, jelly donut. Jelly Oreos. donut Oreos. No. Jelly donut yeah. Oreos. Yes. Yeah. Where do you fit on like cran apple juice? Like the blending of juices. That juice is okay. Juice is okay. Juices are okay. It's, okay. it's like solids. It's solid. So it depends on what phase the food is in. Right. Basically. And you would not want to like mix burrito and say pasta bolognese. Like <laughs> no. you don't you would keep those no. completely yes. separate. Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Yes. Sort of like the separate trays, the food, you know, keep the food separated on the plate. Right. Like with the, one of those cafeteria trays where you have the little sections. Are you are you do, can your food touch? It can now, but I've had to build up the tolerance to okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So. so Thanksgiving would always be a challenge for you, right? Yes. Because that's a yes. tough plate. There's a lot right. going on. Are and you... there's lots of craisins. Yeah. I don't. I don't care if it touches. You just mash it all in together. You don't it's care. It's going to the same place. <laughs> that's a very I, good point. I prefer to mash it up inside of me <laughs> yeah. than outside. I, I, it's just. It must be a visual thing. My, there, there are a few things that I don't want mixed on the plate, but most for the most part, I don't mind. Just give it to me all. I'll just shovel it in. Right. See. <laughs> And the other weird thing I have, and it's always tough when I go out to eat, especially if you go to a steak joint, go to the Palm. Yes. I, like the guy who lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, likes my steaks cooked like medium well, well done. Same here. And, I'm all for that. And I always, that might be the only thing I have in common with that guy, so, which is a good thing. Um, but like when everyone was giving him flack for that, I was like, hey, man, that's not cool. Yeah. That's how I like my steaks. Now, I don't like it with ketchup, but... You like your food how you like it, yes. and right. just everybody is different. Yes. But when I have to order a steak, I always make sure I apologize. Because I've worked in restaurants, and you can hear the chef in the back, this is sacrilege. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you know? I will tell him how to cook it. I will tell him how to eat it. This is terrible. Yes. So, yeah, I always make sure I apologize. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, look, we've got, we've got questions. Oh, well, questions. Besides okay. food combinations. Yes. So, you, I alluded in the, in the intro about former Minnesota Vikings fan. And even though I live in Minnesota, I don't like the Vikings. I'm oh, a Packer fan. You're a Packer fan. Oh, that's you living in a hostile territory mm-hmm. for that. In the same house is hostile territory. <laughs> wow. That's great. So, but you, you've had the last laugh more often than not. Yeah, pretty much. And it probably will continue that way for a few years anyway. And I'm sure when Brett Favre threw that interception in the NFC Championship game against the Saints, you were like, oh, yeah, nobody saw that coming. Right, exactly. <laughs> I think that's a game that took him out, right? The Saints took him out. Yeah, yep. that and was. That, is that the whole? That was, was that was the um, bounty gate. Bounty gate. Yep. That was bounty gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bounty gate. Yeah. But Adrian Peterson didn't really help him out because he put the ball on the ground a bunch of times that game. Right? Yes. Yeah. That was well, not Favre's fault. In that that's game. really what well, P- AP does. Till the he end. fumbles a lot. <laughs> Till the end. Yeah. And I was a diehard Vikings fan during that game. 
And oh. I remember when they got that first and 10 from like the 35, and all they had to do was kick field goal, and you're like, yes. they're going to win. Right. That was the first time in that game where I sat up and I said, oh, my God, they're actually going to win this thing. This is unbelievable. And then, of course, they ran it like two or three times, and, or two times and nothing, and the yes. third down, the interception. And I was like, oh, okay, that's the team I know. Yep. yep. So I, <clears throat> you want to know why I switched? Is that where yeah, this yeah. is going? <laughs> well, I'm from, I'm from Boston. Right. I'm from the New England area. And for 20 years, my best and oldest friends have lobbied me to become a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. started back in 96 when they went to that Super Bowl against your Packers. Right. Um, and I was like, no, no, this is my team. I have selected them. Yes. And I'm just going to stay faithful to them. And then over the years, they, they disappoint. They upset you. And then... And this is going to come out in a weird way, and I'm not condoning what Adrian Peterson did, mm-hmm. but I felt that he he went through the, the legal process, he wasn't sent to jail, like they they had sorted all that, yes. and the team had you know initially everyone was like, okay, you can come back to play, and then Radisson Hotel, I think it was Radisson, Radisson Hotel, yep. pulled out, and then everybody flipped that, and they suspended him for the rest of the year, and and again I know Adrian Peterson probably like that was not how you need to handle kids. No, I'm not condoning right. that at all. But I loved him so, and I still love him as a player. Yes. I just loved watching. He was my favorite, well, one of my top two favorite Vikings of all time, maybe top three. Yep. And I just loved him to death. And I was like, that's it. That's the last straw. Yeah. I'm breaking faith. And, and the Vikings routinely embarrass you. I mean, there was the, the, the love boat scandal. <laughs> they had more players either sent to jail or like over the course of like 15 years. And at one point, that was a badge of honor for me. But then I was just like, this is embarrassing. And so I told and I was, I was really angry with that. So I told my friends, my friend Neil, uh, and I said, all right, I'm going to keep it very quiet because it's midseason. I said, yep. I'm going to come on board with you guys at the end of the season, but I'm on board now. And, yep. of course, he announced it to the rest of our friends. He said, Stern's on board right now. And he said, if we go to the Super Bowl, you're coming. Now, as it turned out, that was the year that we did the show out in Phoenix, yes. and that was the Super Bowl versus the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they got me a ticket. I stayed out there through that weekend and got to watch at, at, you know, what was an <laughs> unbelievable game. At that point, the most incredible Super Bowl until this past Tell one. Us. There you go. And, uh, and I was in at that, I mean, at, that, at that point. And I think I've seen the Patriots play in the, in the playoffs now like four or five times because when I lived up in New England mm-hmm. and the, the stat I like to give out is that they're undefeated in the playoffs when I'm in, in attendance. Well, there you go. So there there you, go. Go. you hear Bill, Bill Belichick, who I know listens to this show, you know, make sure that there's a <laughs> ticket for me at Will Call. You guys have a huge, huge and wide audience. Yes. I know yes. that. Well, not, 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 it's not, you know, very deep. It's pretty shallow. <laughs> Our audience is pretty shallow because we are. The show is. But, um, <laughs> It is, it is a breadth of audience. Yes. So, so that, that's the story. I know it's not very exciting, and I feel sort of shameful for it that I've abandoned my, my team that I rooted for for over 20 years. It is possible to cheer for two teams at once. I, may, I, I still I I, hold on to that. You know what? I don't, cheer, I don't cheer for the Vikings well, anymore. Well, I know you don't, but uh, I was just trying to get back to the point that it's okay to cheer for the Twins and the Cubs. Uh, so that's your American A-L-N-L. League? A-L-N-L. Yeah, I... Nope. Uh, yeah. Patrick Smith says yes. Okay. I'm good. Patrick says it's okay. Oh, yeah. they're, right. they're okay. Yeah. But no, I look I look at the Vikings as like an ex girlfriend who got married, and I wish her well, but I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. There you Does go. That make sense. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect analogy. Right. Don't want to see her out because then I'll get upset. So, that's it. Well, I think that uh, that satisfies my you know my curiosity on that. There you go. So I listened to the Arch and Ann podcast that you guys have just started. With, oh, thank you. Yeah. With Arch Campbell mm-hmm. and Ann Hornaday. You guys Great. Are, are you guys coming back tomorrow for that? Yeah. There you Woo! go. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And uh, um, Arch referred to you as noted stand-up yes. comedian. Yeah, I think that was a typo. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
But how um, how did you get interested and started in comedy, and um, how did that how did that all begin? Well, I've I love I've always been the funny guy, mm-hmm. you know. And when, in the room, it's like I'm always a guy cracking jokes. Yes. And when and I watched a lot of stand up, you know, over the years. It's, we live in a great year, Comedy Central. I don't know if you guys yep. remember when Comedy Central first came out. It was yes. nothing but half-hour sets of like comedy, and it was great. Yep. Uh, and you're always thinking in the back of your mind, well, I'd like to try that one time. And uh, they did a con. They did it used to do a contest here in D.C. called the Funniest D.C. Sports Personality. Oh. Wow. And so uh, for years, you know, people at the radio station, all my friends were like, "You should enter. You should enter." And you know, you're like, "Oh, I should." And then, the, but it's also terrifying, so you well, don't. Yeah. So then one year, I just said, ah, "You know what? Let's just do it." Mm-hmm. So I, I, and it was at that point you're like, "Okay, I have to come up with an act." And and I, I went on stage with the help of uh, Jim Beam that night. <laughs> uh, maybe more than I should have, but it gave me the courage to get up there. There you go. And and I killed it. You know, I mean, it was I had a great set. Um, I did not win, although there was a huge outcry from the, from the people in the audience. They were like, you kidding me? Stern should have won, but Lindsay Zarniak won, and she was very funny, and I was just honored to be up there. Um, but it spurred me to do it again the next year, and, and, I, and it was, I came back with a vengeance. And even as good as I was the first year, I like, killed it even more the second year. I won. Awesome. Um, nice. so, I had, so I have these. I don't have many trophies in my house. I have two. I have one for second place and first place in this. This is odd trophies in my room. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. And then I, I met up with uh, some comedians. Uh, Matt Kazam, who's an enormously talented comedian, um, took me under his wing, and we did some shows together. Uh, you know, and he would take me on the road, not like on the road road, but be like, we go on a road trip for like an hour and a half or two hours yeah. to go to a venue. Um, and it's weird. I played, in front of, I played in front of an audience that was basically like four people. And I'm standing, and, and when you're at these small <laughs> venues, your stage is not a stage. It's like the size of a cardboard box. Yes. And I didn't want to, almost want to be like, can I just, just sit and chat with you guys? Because that's going to be more fun than me doing an act yeah. for four people. <laughs> um, and, I, and I really got to sort of see the behind the scenes of like, wow, it's a really tough life. Yes. And you could you toil in obscurity forever mm-hmm. and never get your break. And I watch all these shows like... Um, crashing is that the the new show? Yeah, it's uh, uh, Pete Holmes on yeah, HBO. Yeah, 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 that one. Yep, and then I'm that. dying up here. Like I yep. watch those with a different eye because I'm like I have not been in that life completely, mm-hmm. but I know enough about it to be like, ooh, <laughs> this is this is pretty accurate, is what it, what it is. is. And then fortunately, uh, the, I mean, the great and truly unbelievably talented Adam Ferrara is mm-hmm. a fan of Tony's show and reached out because he, he does a, sh- a show here once a year. He said, hey, you know, I hear you do stand up. You want to come out? So every time he's in town, I do a set, awesome. um, and and that's always a great thrill. Uh, but I everywhere I go, this is so weird. Even though I don't do stand up all that much, everything is a bit for me. Like I saw a couple arguing. It was so funny. I'm walking. <laughs> I parked my car to go to New York. I parked my car and I was walking, and it was a couple just stand, standing in front of each other, staring at each other, clearly. So angry with each other, <laughs> not saying a word. And I walked by them, and then I realized I'd have forgotten something in my car, so I had to walk by them again. And, came back, and then finally, as I'm coming back the second time, the woman was like, well? <laughs> I was just like, I have nothing more to say. So I was like, so everything I see, I'm like, oh, like I, maybe I can turn that into a bit. So everything yeah. is possible material. So I, I love doing it. It's absolutely terrifying, but... Everybody should try it once. It's just a fantastic experience. It sounds very analogous to being a musician yes. in a lot of ways, a live performing musician, because I know exactly what you mean about playing to an audience of, 
a few people. Mm-hmm. I've been on stage with a trio before that had more people in the band than in the audience. <laughs> it sounds like, what and, else would you guys like to hear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah any any requests, you know, <laughs> if every one of you gets a song played, because then, then we still have like eight songs in the set left to go. But, yeah, but, that, but that's the, I've done that too. I've been only once. Yeah. I went to an open mic night, and, and it, I was so terrified, because like, for some reason, the comedy was easier because like I'm trying to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing, you're like, I gotta be good here, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think we pl- I played one song. I played "Promises" by Eric Clapton. Yep. Uh, and I did okay. I did well enough that I got applause. But that was that was so much more terrifying for me than getting up and doing stand up. See, I would be I'm the opposite. I would be terrified to get up there and just talk and try to, to make people laugh. And, and I think it just kind of whatever comes more naturally to you. Right. Um, but exactly what you're saying about everything's a bit when you're in the mode of songwriting, and especially with the jingle, even jingles and, and original songs, it becomes everything you see and hear is like, oh, that could be a lyric, or that could be a song, or that could be a theme or an idea. Yeah. So it's exactly the same kind of thing, just different different perspective and point of view in the way you're taking it, but totally mm-hmm. the same idea. We talk about that on the show when we do Old Guy Radio. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Our House. I think when we, we did that song, yes. you know, the Crosby, Stills, Nash song, yep. you find out, this, I think it was Stephen Stills, driving back with, maybe it was Joni Mitchell or whoever it was, yep. and they're like, oh yeah, that's, that's a nice vase, let's buy that. And I was like, alright, you go pick some flowers for the vase, I'll yep. be in here. And then again, while she's out picking the flowers, 15 minutes later, he's written one of the Bam. greatest songs yeah. of all time. Yes. So, you know, it, it's I, when you're when you have that gift, which you guys clearly have, and I do not, but and you're in that mode, you're right. Everything becomes material for mm-hmm. you. Yes. Well, I think that um, didn't you tell a story about Sergeant Pepper? How Sergeant Pepper was? Oh yeah. The album was. Yeah. Named? Did you hear this, Jason? Uh, possibly not. McCartney is flying back, and he had this idea of a concept album that he wanted to do. Uh-huh. Um, and he's flying back from the states with Mal Evans, who was the big hulking roadie that yes. had been with him since the beginning. Yep. Um, and he said, "Can Mal just sort of mumbled, you guys just sold him pepper. And, and, and McCartney said, did you say Sergeant Pepper? And he's like, no, I said salt and pepper. And he said, wait a minute, but Sergeant Pepper? Oh, well, you know, that could be a fun song for me. You know? awesome. And the next thing you know, he's got the idea for Sergeant Pepper. So it's weird where yeah. that stuff comes from. It's, yeah. it's like the greatest things in the universe to me come from inspiration like that. Like you were saying, 15 minutes, he's got one of the greatest songs ever. Like some overheard or misheard comment or misunderstood phrase becomes one of the greatest albums ever. That that kind of stuff, it's the same way with writing songs where you're like, when it hits you and you can write it down in 15 minutes, that's that's always the best stuff that, uh, that I've been able to do. And I think we've talked about that with the jingles, jingles before too, because yeah. the same thing applies to that. The best jingles, and we've interviewed many, many people who regularly do the jingles um, for the Tony Show, and every one of them, without exception, has always said, yeah, the ones that came together in 10 or 15 minutes, the idea at least, and got, you know, uh, when you're, they're listening to the show and instantly the title of a song pops in and for and an idea, that's always ends up being the best stuff. Sure. So it's that inspiration. It's almost like, yeah, it's almost like a pure inspiration. Absolutely. And I find the more I work through stuff, like the worse it gets. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, I'm just trying not to screw stuff up <laughs> that was good to begin with. Right. It's almost like the voice of God is like speaking to you. Yeah. Like, just here, just use this. Don't yes. think about it. Stop just, trying to mess it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, no, you're right. You're right. So I would be remiss if I did not ask you how you got involved with radio. Uh, yeah, because I was an English lit, we're all like English majors on the show, so <laughs> I was an English lit classical civilization major, so that was a natural field for me to get into, was broadcasting, <laughs> um, which by the way is why Gretchen Wu and I get, get along so well. We legitimately, yes. just to sidetrack for a second, she's awesome. Have, you, have, have people here have met her? Yeah. 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 She's literally one of the, the greatest people. Awesome. And we'll sit there 
And I actually got yelled at by an usher the last Nationals games we went to because I was. <laughs> what? We were talking about Rome and Carthage and like the, the Punic Wars, and I was getting very animated and dropping f bombs at nobody in particular, but like you know f the Carthaginians. And like this, the usher came up to me and he was like, "What's going on here? You have to stop using that language." It's like I'm talking about Carthage, man. This is serious. So, um, so uh, no, I was in a, I I was in a bunch of different jobs when I got out of school. I went to Aspen. I was a ski bum for a year. Cool. I worked in a warehouse driving a forklift at an aircraft parts warehouse. Um, I was in sales and I'd done all this stuff. And I had always been in the back of my mind. I wanted to get into broadcasting. And then I had a friend of mine uh, said, "Oh yeah, you should try it out," you know, and um, and help me. I. I I decided I was like I didn't like the job. I was in sales, and I was like I'm not for this. I'm I'm a color outside the lines guy, and this yes. is just not for me. So I quit that job without having another job and worked at a restaurant. And with the idea of getting into broadcasting, I got a job at the '96 Olympics. And while I was down there, a buddy of mine said, "Hey, there's a job opportunity for available in uh, Lake Winnipesaukee, New Hampshire. So if you want to try that." And I, I was 27, so this is like 1,400 years ago. <laughs> and, and I was like, sure. So I drove up there. They asked me, you know, you, I literally said this in the interview. I can't believe I got the job. They go, do you, so do you have any experience in radio? I said, no, but I have one, and I listen to it all the time. No, no, wait a minute, wait. So, God's, God's honest truth. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was, and I, and at the end of it, guys, I go, give me a second. And he comes back, this guy Bob Adams, who is just one of the great radio people I've, I've ever worked with. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, you got the job. And as he used to tell the story, I was like, are you serious? You're going to hire me? Oh, my God. And so I started out there. I was an oldie station, so, uh, and I loved that music, so it was great. Um, I, you know, I made like $12,000 my first year. It was mm -hmm. nothing. And then I was able to get a job at a top 40 station down here in D.C. And then I always wanted to get into sports broadcasting, and there was an opening at the Sports, uh, sports Talk 980 at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I got a job over there. And then... I was producing a couple of different shows, and I was without a show, and I really wanted to be an on-air guy. This is actually a true story. I don't think I've ever told this before. Uh-oh. Um, exclusive. Yeah, this is exclusive. Speaking of Speaking tangents, of exclusive. Tangents. So, because uh, if you get into radio, trust me, nobody gets into radio to become a producer, okay? Because <laughs> it's the worst job in the world. Well, nobody gets into music to be a roadie. So. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, you're 100% yeah. right. You want to be on the stage. Yep. You're responsible for everything, Yes. and when anything goes wrong, you whose fault blamed. is it? Yeah. It's my fault. You See this? Okay, even you guys have the sign <laughs> that says this studio has gone zero days without Nigel screwing up. So everything is my fault. So, yes. you know, I, I, I really wanted to be, you know, either host or co-host my own show. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of close to it, I thought, and because I'd, I'd stopped producing the show and I was just sort of doing filling stuff. And then Tony was coming back to the radio station, finished off his non-compete with ESPN. Yes. And so my boss calls me in and he goes, we got great, exciting news for you. We want you to produce Tony's show. And I said, I don't, I don't want to do that because I don't want to produce anymore. And I said, if I do that, I, like, there's a chance I'll never do anything else. Like, I'll only be a producer for the rest of my career. And he looked at me and he said, if you don't do it, you're fired. And I said, well, there you go. I so said, there's a chance you'll do nothing the rest I, of your yes. career. This sounds like a great opportunity. I can't wait to do it. And I knew <laughs> and it wasn't that I didn't want to work with Tony because I grew up reading Tony. Yep. And, you know, and I'd listen to him on the radio. I was like, this guy's one of the most talented yes. people you'll ever run into. And, um... But so I did it, and it's funny how your your life works out because now Absolutely. I've been doing this for fifteen years, fourteen, fifteen years, something like that. Awesome. So yeah. and and he is, he is, 
not only one of the most talented people you'll ever work with, he's one of the most prepared people. He's one of the best guys you could ever be in a broadcast situation, whether it's TV or it's radio. He's just a pro's pro. And on top of that, he's one of my favorite people. He's just one of the best. I know he likes to be the curmudgeonly guy, <laughs> but he is just one of the best human beings I have ever known. And I, I, I am fortunate not just to work with him, but to call him a friend. I mean, he's just, he's when, because life stuff pops up and he's there for you. That's awesome. He's just, he's just one of the best. Awesome. That's good to be in an environment of working where you enjoy the people around you. Absolutely. Not everybody has No, that. you have to. Yeah. You have to, because otherwise, I right? mean, we've all had those jobs where you're like, you know, it's like office space. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I yeah. kind of get, you know, I just don't want to be here. But, you know, you have to, I mean, I, I know that we all have different situations, but you got to be in something that you love because mm -hmm. that's, I mean, without that, what's what's the point? Right. Yeah. And exactly. we, we hate each other, so. Yeah. I know, I yeah. can tell. Yeah. This is really tense in I here. mean, we're not even <laughs> looking at each other. We're... <laughs> <laughs> I know. The tension could be cut with a knife. <laughs> so before we move on to the next segment, mm -hmm. I was listening to your new podcast, At oh. the Movies with Arch and Ann. Thank you very much. And you said, I wonder what I would say if somebody asked me my top three movies. Oh, God. <laughs> God, you're going to ask me. Well, so now I'm giving you that opportunity. Uh, okay, wow. Um See the list changes all the time. Yes, that's okay. The we list get it. changes all the time. Um, I'm all right. I'm just gonna say the number one movie for me, Jason. You're wearing the t-shirt, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and you can make people can make fun of me all they want. Um, starting now. Starting right now. <laughs> Geek, loser. Um, but when I watched, I watched that in the theater when I was a kid. Yep. And it changed movies for me completely. Yes. Science fiction, for the most part, at that point, had just been like, oh, look, you can see the string on the rocket ship. Yeah, the <laughs> UFO like, with the, the right. tinfoil. It's yeah. just awful. Um, and that movie, it opened up a whole new universe. And as mm -hmm. a kid, I think I was like seven or eight when that came out. That's a perfect age to be yes. for Star Wars. And and I've been, so I just, uh, that movie to me, it's just great. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Casablanca. You know, that's just a perfect movie. I mean, it's... Just, why are you guys laughing? We talked about that last we episode. We had a quiz last week. And I said it was Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall in the movie. No. No. no I was wrong. Uh, I'm spacing her name. Um, Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman, Bergman yeah. Yep. Oh, and it's just... It's just Claude Rains and him. The writing in that is so great. And the thing I love about it, it was written in 1942. Yep. So you didn't yep. know how the war was actually going to turn out. That's a good point. But that 42 a was point. kind of a tough year. Yeah. Yes. You know, it was like, things could have gone either way. But you watch that movie, and you're like, well, of course we're going to win. we got Humphrey Bogart, we got Claude Rains. <laughs> you know? It's the start of a beautiful friendship. So, And it's just, to me, it's just a perfect movie. And the fact that he doesn't go with her. You know, I mean, it, because if he goes with her, then it's like, it just waters it down. He does the right thing. She does the right thing. So you're so, saying I should see that movie? Oh, you haven't seen it? <laughs> No. Oh, Jason, you got to watch it. In fact, we, let's, let's get after we might Jason. have that. Somebody sent us like 5,000 Blu-rays. We'll look through that. If that's in that pile, you're going home with that. Then I will promise I will watch it then. Do um, you have Stand By Me in there for him? We might. We might. <laughs> this is the list. How I about mean, Dirty Dancing? Oh, wow. That, oh, is sure. like, uh, that is a giant printout of lists of movies. Yeah. Uh, like page after that's page. That's huge. Yeah. I'm, okay, it's alphabetical. I don't see Dirty Dancing in here. What was the other one you asked for? Stand By Me? Stand by me. Yep. Stand by me. What's some other movies that you haven't seen that you um, should you should see? The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz not in here. You do you need to see that. Yeah, probably. There's no more frightening scene for a, a young male than the flying monkeys. I don't know. Yeah. 
I, were you scared by the flying monkeys? Yes. Okay, because I've, I've heard stories that it was just like the little boys, and I was like, oh my God, the flying monkeys. But I'm glad to see that I was not alone in yeah, that. Yeah, I'm well, afraid she, of birds. She, she's also a man. She's 40. Yeah, I'm 40. <laughs> you are, I turned yeah. 40 this year. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, Thank it's you. good to have you on uh, Team 40. Yes. I'll be leaving that team uh, very shortly, moving oh. on to Team 50 uh, <laughs> okay. in a few years. I'm halfway there myself. Um, But my third movie, you know, boy, uh, you know, I might as well just say The Godfather. Because it's yep. not, I mean, can't go wrong. And I'm just gonna say Godfather one and two. And if anybody wants to argue with me on that, I'll get in a fight with them. But you, you know, that's it's fine with us. it's just it's again, that's just a brilliant movie. Yes. You know, but on a different day, if you ask me around the holidays, I'll tell you it's a wonderful life. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole. I mean, I Twelve O'clock High is one of the greatest movies you'll ever watch with Gregory Peck. That yeah. one, uh, I don't think that I've I have seen. that I have seen. Yeah, it's uh, it's a World War II movie, and it's just okay. it's fantastic. It, in fact. The military, like military academies, would use that movie as like actual training for leadership. Yes. It was like that powerful. Here's movie. how you deal with the people yes. that are with yeah. you. Yep. Yeah, here's oh, how you okay. here's how you lead. Yep. And I think still oh. today it's sort of like the gold standard for that. But but the Godfather. I mean, come on. It's, yes. There's, you know, it's just the best. Well, we've done our top five albums of all time that have you know. Wait a minute. Turn into 47. 19, yeah, okay. 20, <laughs> top 47. So we get it. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. I didn't hear you say Mr. Three Thousand though. Uh, well, that goes without saying. Okay. You know, that's its own special classification. I have seen Mr. 3000, and I've seen it more than once. So. I have seen I've it, seen too. it, too. Yeah. yeah. I watched Creed recently and forgot that Tony was in that and was like, wait a minute, I know him when that scene comes up. So it was, uh, yeah, that was my DA moment with Tony seeing him in go. the movie. That was pretty cool. This is a song of words about a quiz that I'm singing. <laughs> that should end what this segment is Okay, I'll tell you It's a quiz What do we know? Speaking of movies, we do have a quiz Bob Walsh at Adadaya on Twitter He sent us another quiz Quiz oh, number part three. three. Yeah, part three. Quiz part three, okay. Yeah, and this one he said was inspired by something he heard mentioned on the TK show. Okay. Um, so let me find that quiz here. It's somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> so while you're doing that, he did send us two more that we we did part one and part two yes. in, in the last couple of months. And part one, it was he sent us a synopsis and a song that was in the movie and an, like a... Not the main actor, but like a secondary actor or actress from the movie, and we had to guess the name of the movie. Yep. That was part one and part two. Is this the same, or is this different? Here, th- this, this is what it is. Okay. I give you the name of two actor-actresses who have portrayed the same person, okay. along with a hint to get you started. So he said this is because he was intrigued by Mr. Tony's observation that Carl Ber- Bernstein has been played by Dustin Hoffman and Jack Nicholson. Yes, mm. that's right. Okay. Um, Dustin Hoffman, All the President's Men, Jack Nicholson, Heartburn. Yes. Okay. So he started wondering about historical and fictional characters mm-hmm. that had been played by different actresses and actresses. Wow, okay. So this is the quiz. So he's going to give us a name of two actor or actresses who have portrayed the same person along with a hint. And so we're trying to guess the person they played? Can you name the character they played? Okay. okay. Right. Bonus points for getting the title of the movie or TV shows they were in. Okay. Um, so TV shows, too? I guess so. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't have a really good track work record with quizzes, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Beetlejuice. <laughs> okay, you ready? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's always ready. I'm so. as ready as I'm going to be for this. I'm going All to right. say, we always try to predict 
you said that you're not, you don't have a good track record. Um, I'm going to say we get 60% of these right. If you're going to combine all three of us together, which we kind of, if you know it, we just kind of say, yeah, I know it, and just kind of get the others to see if we can So we, we're working as a team on yes. this? Yes. Oh, I like that. That's yes. so much better. Yes. I like so, team sports. Yeah, keep, if, you, if you know it, you're probably going to have to help me get it. So I try I to always, give clues. I always end up doing great. Yes. But it's usually from some clues. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So number one. Number one. Kevin Costner, Kurt Russell. Here's the hint. Quartet's leader brings order to town. Quartet's. Oh, oh, wide herb. Is that what it is? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Tombstone, and then uh, Kurt yeah. Russell played him. I mean, uh, uh, Kevin Costner played him in the movie Wyatt Earp. There you go. Okay, I'm going to go with Wyatt Earp. I'm going Wyatt Earp on this one. <laughs> Number two, mm-hmm. Val Kilmer and Roger Moore. Hint, blessed, blessed thief helps those in need. I got this one. Okay. You know this? No. Okay. Give um, me some hints. I think I think this is when we're going to cross into TV shows. Yes. Because Roger Moore played the character in the TV show in, what, the 60s? Uh, 70s, yeah, 60s, like yeah, 60s, yes. I and was hoping then, we were going to go with James Bond here. But Val Kilmer, to my knowledge, never played James Bond. No, he no, did not. played Batman, but not yes. James Bond. It is, very, it is very James Bond-ish, like, sort of. Um, you might say this is someone who the Pope would approve of and would be, you know... Canonized, not shot with a cannon, but canonized. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the name of the show. Is that? Am I yeah. going the right direction with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. No clue. 60s show. Uh, yes, it was a 60s TV show. It was a 90s movie. 90s movie, also starring Elizabeth Shue. Yes, whom oh. I still have a big crush on. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, on both guys. Yes. Um, adventures in babysitting. Highly underrated, as we like to say. Highly underrated. Yes, uh, not adventures in babysitting. No, I don't believe. I don't believe <laughs> Val was in that movie. Elizabeth Shue and Val Kilmer. So I'm thinking of a '90s movie now. Yes, this is. I think this movie like came and went. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just kind of. They thought it was maybe going to be launch a franchise, but it never really caught mm-hmm. fire. So, but it was. It was sort of in the vein of. Um, can I get a tell what side type of movies it was? Yes. Yeah, it's like in a vein of Bond. Or Mission Impossible kind mm-hmm. of kind of thing. He's like a secret agent, kind of. Yeah. Um, and it's I'll give you the first word of the title. Okay. The. I figured that was. There you go. Does anybody know? Oh, we have a hand raise. Anita from Alaska. Sure. Yes. Oh, I saw the saint. the saint. There you go. You got it. I the didn't saint. know. Simon I didn't know Elizabeth Shue was in that. Yeah. Oh, you got the character name. Simon Templer. So that's, yeah. He got the actual the actual answer. Oh. I was just naming movie and TV show. What, yeah. what, what's the character's name? Simon Templer. Simon Templer. Which yeah, and he was like an orphan, and yep. he and he became a great like, you know, he could do accents, and he was like lost in character, so he could pretend to be just about anybody. Yeah, and I may be making this up, but it seems like to me that's what led to Roger Moore becoming basically getting the yes. role of James Bond. Yes, although as we found that. out that Adam West uh, turned down that yes. role, which seems like oh. an odd career yes. choice. Yeah, they're like, no, no, I'm good with not doing anything right now. Yeah. so thank you. <laughs> strange. Yes, very strange. Okay, we're two for two. Yes. And Anita. Thanks, Anita. Thank you, Anita. That would be uh, Carrie Elways. Carrie Elways. Oh. Number I, three, I, Carrie I, Elways. I'm up. Okay. I think Errol, I already know. Errol Flynn. Yeah, yes, I know knows. this one. Yeah, okay. yeah I know this one. I don't know yet. Okay, Errol Flynn. This Wait, is... I got to give you the hint. Oh, sorry. Okay. Out- we, we don't need the hint. We don't what are you need talking the hint. about? We know I this. need the hint. Okay. <laughs> Outcast nobleman turns the tables and gets the girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
No idea. This movie has been made many, 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 yes. many times. Yes. There was an animated version mm-hmm. that you love th- as a kid. Uh, and, and, and Robin Hood. Oh, yes. yes. Well done. Well done. Robin of Loxley. Okay. Also played by Russell Crowe yes. and Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. And, and listen, I just want to say this, and I've, I've actually met Mr. Costner, and I've oh. interviewed him, and he was fantastic. It was one of the awesome. great conversations cool. I've ever had. Uh, loved chatting with him. But, man, that was a terrible accent. Yep. <laughs> yes, that was accent. bad. That was yeah. not a good move. Yeah, but he's a really cool guy. I liked him. Awesome. Liked him. So the answer is Robin Hood. Yes. Yes. All right. And Carrie Do always we... played it in Robin Hood Robin Men, Men in Tights. Tights. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Which is the, the, the Mel Brooks farce. The, the Mel Brooks yes. farce. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Uma Thurman, Audrey Hepburn. Hint: different takes on the quintessential damsel in distress. Hmm. Damsel in distress. Audrey Hepburn. This is not Kill Bill. This is no, I don't think so. I don't Uma think this is the bride from Kill Bill. Wasn't Uma Thurman in Kill Bill? Yeah, she was the bride. She, she was okay. the bride in that. Uma Thurman, um, boy, hmm. this is a good one. I don't know Audrey Hepburn's work as I much as either. I should. Would um, this be like something along the lines of uh, was Audrey Hepburn the one in um, it's, it was a play and it was a movie and it's been remade many times where um. What is it? When the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain? What is that from? You know what I'm talking about? No. The rain in Spain falls mainly Roman holiday? My Fair Lady. Oh, My, My Fair Lady. lady. No. Was it, was it that? No. Hmm. Um, that was... He's asking me. Yeah. No. Was it that? Uh, you know Thurman. we're in trouble. Damsel in Distress. Damsel in Distress. I'm trying to think of Uma Thurman's yeah, movies too. that she's made. Anybody and out there know? Was Pulp Fiction... <laughs> Wait Until Dark. Wait Until Dark. Oh, I, don't, I don't even know that. Is that a question? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't or know. Is that, or are you telling me, just wait till after dark? Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. So we might have to pass on that one. Yeah, yeah I can't think of anything. Bob is crushing us. Yeah, what's, uh, what's the answer? Well, we, we'll reveal that at the end. Oh, we reveal at the end? Because yeah. they're all together. By the way, I'm showing amazing restraint right now, but I have a laptop and a phone in front of me, yep. and I'm Googling this. <laughs> yep. Okay? By the way, one of the I'm great proud things of you. one of the great things about being alive today is there are no more like debates at bars right. or re- restaurants yes. to be like, well, we'll just never know. It's yes. just like, hold on, let me figure that out. Yeah, let me get this thing. in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Instantly from this from space. Kids today, they don't understand oh. what it meant because yeah. you're yeah. like, we'll never know. Uh-huh. Exactly. In fact, I was watching the show Wrecked last night on TBS, uh-huh. which is a really funny show. Wrecked. Yeah, it's like a it's like a spoof on Lost. Oh, they, okay. they, they they're on a desert island <laughs> and like they're trying to build a shelter and then somebody goes, Yeah, yeah. He's sort of like that guy from Titanic, the bad guy. What was his name? And the guy's like, Eric Stoltz? No, no, not Eric Stoltz. <laughs> and they go through, and like everybody stops working, and they're like, we can't figure this out. We have to figure it out. <laughs> Great. Of course, it was Billy Zane. Yes. So, yes. That's awesome. Always having the information could is a blessing and a curse, I think. Yes, that's yes. true. That's true. Okay, number five. Number five. Robert Stack okay. and Kevin Costner. Robert Stack and Kevin Costner. Oh, Hint. Whoa. Can't touch this lawman. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, uh, oh yeah, sure, sure, I know this. Yeah, I know the movie. This is also is this also a movie and TV show? I think. I think it was. Robert yeah, Stack I think Robert Stack was TV and Kevin Costner was a movie. Um, I got the movie. Was it a western? No, 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 it's not a western. It no. is. It is. But um, I'm trying to think of the actual character's name that I'm not getting. Oh, I. Well, I, I, yeah, I know that. Okay, yeah. so let's. Um, the, can I give a hint? Sure. Well, this might be too big of a hint. 
No hint is too big for me. There's something famous. <laughs> the last name of the character uh, is uh, shares in common with a, with something famous in Scotland. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank nice. you. So everybody Check knows this but me? So Mr. Haggis, that's what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Haggis. Okay. No. Mr. Bagpipes? Um, yeah, it's, and it's, uh, it's legendary, uh, uh, pol well, police, I guess, is a branch of the police. Yes. Yes. Crime. This is a crime, you know, genre. Um, he's given you the name of the movie and the TV show in the clue. Practically. Lawman. <laughs> Can't touch this. Hey, it's famous over in Scotland for no, it's woman. Not, it's not MC Hammer. It's not MC Hammer? No. no. What about just this. Hammer? I think it's Beetlejuice, actually. <laughs> now he's picking up on it. Um, I, I don't know. Touch? Touch. You, if you can't touch it, what does that mean? Yeah, if you can't touch it, what does that mean? It's... Untouch... The Untouchables! Yes! There you go. Yes! And you know the name of the character? No. Elliot Ness. There we go. Loch Ness oh, Monster. Loch Ness Elliot Monster. Ness. That was a great yes. clue. Thank you. That's, that's the kind that of clues we give here. That was a very good mm -hmm. clue. <laughs> Thank you. If only this guy would give those clues. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. All right, number six. Frank Langella. Uh -huh. I only known him from the Americans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anthony Hopkins. Mm -hmm. Hint. Didn't trust this tricky guy right out of the gate. Didn't trust this tricky guy. Oh, I got it. I got this one. I'm not sure I got this one. Anthony Hopkins. I did not know that Anthony Hopkins played this guy, but I think from the clue, I think I know what it is. Okay. Do you want me to give you it's guys a hint? Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get a hint going. Yeah. I can't get this one. Uh, it's about uh, a president. Oh, I know who this is. Yes. That's, that's a good clue that he gave there. That's that's the good is clue that too much of a clue? Uh, no, I okay. think it's good. I got it now. I don't have it. This I didn't know Anthony Hopkins played him too. I did not know. These that. are two movies. Um, there's a president involved. Okay. Not a not a president, but an actual president, president. Yeah. right? And probably not a popular president nope. in, the, in the history of the United States. Nope. It very much referred back to now in our current times, current yes. status. Yes. Yes. This president from what 60s and late 60s, early 70s? Uh, yes. Nixon. Yes. There you go. Watergate. Well, I guess no. The movie. The well, movie is. Well, I don't know what the movies are, but I know the character would be. It's Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. Yeah, I'm going to go Nixon or maybe Frost Nixon. Frost Nixon. Who, who played Frost, him in Frost Nixon? Nixon. That, that had to be Frank Langella. Wasn't Frank Langella yeah. in so. that? Yeah. Frost Nixon. And I don't know when Anthony Hopkins played Nixon, but maybe he. I'm going to go. Can act, do you want me to look that up? I will get it. We'll get the. That's okay. right, because we're guessing the character name, not the movie. Yeah. So we right. got it. This Richard is Nixon. Yeah. Yes. So we got Nailed it. it. Yeah. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Good job, KJ. Okay, I'm going to go Nixon you. for when Hopkins, Hopkins played him, too. Just Nixon by itself. Nixon. No. All right. Next? Yeah, Nixon. Seven. Boris Karloff. Peter Boyle. Mm -hmm. I got this one. Oh, yeah, I got that one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hint. These depictions are a distortion of Mary's original. That's a good clue. That is a very good clue. a good clue there. Very good clue. Excellent clue. You know this? No. Okay. <laughs> if, I, if, I said, if I said the phrase, putting on the, putting on the Ritz. Yes. If I said that, does that help you? That is, isn't it Putin on the Spitz? No, no. Putin, Putin on, on the, the Spitz. Spitz. Putin yeah. on the Spitz, yeah. yeah. Um, from, the, from the song, Putting on the Ritz. Does okay. that help you? No. I'll give you another clue. This was a book, originally, okay. written by someone. He's giving you the name, the, the clue for in, uh, the name of in the clue. Yeah, the, the Mary. Yes. Mary, that's her first name, that's yes. Yeah. 
And it's usually referred to as Mary, whatever her last name is, the name of the book. And that name of the book is also the name of a character in the movie that often gets confused and misinterpreted. Just like sort of that clue was, confused and misinterpreted. We've had this on a quiz before. Oh. Yes. Uh, I'll also say Halloween. Yep. Time yep. period would be when you would want to watch this kind of movie. Yes, scary movie. Oh, it's a scary movie. Well, one is a scary, one is a comedy. Yes. One is just kind of like a... We talked about Mel Brooks and Spoof before. Yeah. One That's, of them is. One of them is that. Mm-hmm. Very famous movie. Gene Wilder. Oh. If, if I told you, you it, fire. Yeah. Fire bad. You know who Peter Boyle is, right? I've heard the name, but I can't picture him. I think he's the... He, was he Raymond's dad? And everybody yes. Raymond? Oh. yes. Raymond's dad. So he's big, also famously big guy. played uh, Laszlo in uh, yes. Where the Buffalo Roam. Yes, big, big, big guy. Big guy, big guy, big guy. Big big guy. guy. Scary Halloween, big, tall, blocky, bulky. Can I give an guy. audio clue? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that does it right there. Now I know. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, you guys got that right. Yes, you guys absolutely. got that. Phil Hartman played this character yeah. on Saturday Night Live, ah, and it was usually ah, Fireman. Ah. We'll sing Jingle Bells? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. Huh? Frankenstein. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's about Frankenstein. Yes, yes. pronounced Frankenstein. So it's Mary Shelley's... Mary Percy Shelley. Yes. Ooh. Frankenstein. This is the worst quiz I've ever participated in as far as my... You're doing great. Involved. I mean, I'm not getting any of these. Usually I get some on my own. Your role is to be entertained. Yes. May I refer to you back to Beetlejuice? By the way, yeah. great scene just behind you. There was a kid playing with the, uh, the chatter. See that swinging sign right there? Yeah. The kid was playing with it. His mom was like, get away from that. Get away from that. There's a bit for you somewhere <laughs> in there. Yeah, there you go. Everything is common. And a song. Yes. All right. So it's Frankenstein's monster. Rob calling out from the crowd is correct. Yes. Most people okay. think Frankenstein is the name of the monster, and it's not. Frankenstein is the doctor who created the okay. monster. Yeah, yes. I thought it was the monster. Okay. Number eight. We had this exact conversation two months ago when we did this. You know I forgot. <laughs> well, I don't remember anything. Hardly. Martin Freeman. Okay. Uh-huh. Jude Law. I think I know this. One Jude of, Law? Hint. One of the original sidekicks. Original sidekicks. Oh, I know what oh, this yeah, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know too. Was Jude Law with Robert Downey Jr. in this? Yes. 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 And who was... Oh, Martin Freeman with Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah! All right. Uh, although the character would be Dr. The cari- Watson. The yes. character is Watson. Dr. Yes, Watson. very good. Yes. Number nine, Judy Dench, Kate Blanchett. Oh, I got this yeah. one, yeah. yeah. I got this one. Come on, I'm a fake Brit. Of course Hint, I know this one. following Henry. Yes. Yeah. Are they both? What country? I think they're, well, no, maybe Blanche Cape is Blitz Australian. Australian yeah. Yes. But uh, Judy Dench okay. is from this country that. England? Yes. Yes. Judy Dench was in the the Bond movie, the recent Bond yes. movie. Yes. Yes. That is not but the right not direction. No. No. <laughs> no. Think of somebody that everybody in England looks up to. Mm-hmm. The, the Prime Minister. <laughs> think, think before the Prime Minister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> People that really, they, in England, they really get behind this figure. It's what they do. The Beatles. 
I'm glad this podcast yes. isn't a, yeah, a Judy monarchy Dench. and Judy we can Dench all played come. Lennon, right? She played John Lennon, or was it Ringo? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, that was in Backbeat. I think that so was. So this the movie. is an old. He's waving to the crowd. Yes, he's waving. Oh, the Queen. Yes. There you go. Do you know which Queen? Which Queen? Oh, okay. So we need to add. Um, Mir- what's her name? Helen, Helen Mirren. Mirren. We need to add Helen Mirren. No, 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 no. Helen Mirren did not Different play. Queen. Did not play oh. this particular. So Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very and good. I do you know the names, specific names of these movies? Oh, I get uh, it. I think one of them was well, called Elizabeth. I think I didn't didn't Judy yeah. Dench play it in Shakespeare in Love? Yeah. Yes. And then um, and the other one was Elizabeth. Yes, yes. I think it was just Elizabeth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. We yeah, got people it. look more. People look up to the Queen more than the Prime Minister. I, I think so. Just look, unless that Prime Minister's name happens to be Winston Churchill. There you go. Yes. And then everybody. And by the way, one of the things while you guys are in town, not that you will do this, but when you drive down Massachusetts Avenue, right past the um, the British Embassy, there's a statue of Churchill with a big V for Victory sign. Nice. It's got like a cigar. Yeah. It's just you're like, yeah, it's pretty cool. We drove past that yesterday. I didn't see it. It's on the left as you're going. Well, like well, as you're driving down. Uh, you'll see um, Nelson Mandela with his with his arm raised up. Yes, I oh, saw cool. him. So he's it's like directly across from that. Oh, is the nice. church. Yeah, my head was turned the other way. There you go. There you go. Um, number, number next. T- number ten. Okay. Last one. Oh, last okay. one. Here we go. Alan Napier. 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 Yep. Michael Caine. My, I'm Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hint: A gentleman's gentleman. A gentleman's gentleman. Okay, well, there's two choices on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, a gentleman's gentleman. Mm-hmm. Alan Napier. I don't know Alan Napier. I don't either. So it's hard for me to, to narrow this down. Yes. He's either he's either working with a superhero, or yes. he's an English man about town. I'm gonna go. Su- I'm, I think it's a superhero. I think one. it's the superhero one. Mm-hmm. Superman. Mm-hmm. Batman. Oh, there you go. Yes, on the right and, track. And, and who and who would have been hanging out with Batman as a gentleman? Robin. <laughs> oh. But who might have helped him out? Say you need to clean that up. He might have buttled stuff for him. Isn't that Robin? No, no. <laughs> Robin's a sidekick. Robin's oh. like riding around with him, and you know, pow, bam. This would be the guy afterwards that sort of is like, let me make you some, let, let me make you a sandwich. We've had several of these movies on the on quizzes. I know, but today. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't know much about Batman besides okay. Robin and pow, bam. <laughs> So, so your knowledge of Batman is from the Adam West days. Yes. Oh yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And maybe that was the character that played it in the TV that's show. That's very possible. Yes. Yes. The the actor that played him in the TV show. Um, yeah. There so, he has money in his last name, not not actual the word money, but a type of money. Well, I don't even know that the, what the character's name does. Yes. <laughs> Jerry says that's not going to help me. He's I, probably I'm right about correct. I, I could be completely wrong about that. I'm just guessing. If, if you were really rich, you would have somebody take care of like stuff around your house, you know. Mm-hmm. And what what would that person be? Like a maid. Or sort of. If it was a it was a male, what would that be? Butler. There you butler. go. Right. And what was and was there a butler involved with Batman that you remember? Apparently. <laughs> that was his name. That was his name. It was apparently. Apparently. Yes. Okay. Apparently no. Nickel Nickelman. Yeah. Okay. Oh, was that the last name? Yeah. No. Oh, wasn't I, t- I think it was money. I think money it's bags? Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yes. And his oh. first name is Butler. Alfred, Alfred Pennyworth. Pennyworth. You got it. Oh my yes. God! Good job. How did you Kirsten. pull that? That is impressive. Isn't that good? So All now right. on to the answers. We'll reveal the answers. Yes. Okay. 
Character number one was Wyatt Earp. Sorry, I, I didn't realize the rules of the game, so I'm just oh, blurting you nailed it out. It. That's great. I was blurting it out. I'm okay with blurting out of answers. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wyatt Earp, 1994, and Tombstone, 1993. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, number two, Simon Templer. Yep. Yep. The Saint. Yes. Yep, The Saint. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV, 1962 to 1969. Oh, wow. Seven years. Right. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, neither did I. The movie, 1997. There we go. <laughs> Number three, Robin Hood. And it was from Robin Hood Men in Tights, mm-hmm. 1993, and mm-hmm. Robin Hood, 1936. Yes, yep. Olivia de Havilland. He was the original Robin Hood, right? Uh, in, the, in movie form? Yes, I believe he was. I believe he was. And kind of like the gold standard yes, for it. Yes, absolutely. Now, That's the only f- thing I know him from. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, after the show, I, okay. I'm, a, I'm a big Errol Flynn guy. Awesome, big yes. Errol Flynn okay, guy. Cool. You're gonna get a lot of movies. Right? Yes, this is awesome. <laughs> Number four, we didn't know this. This was the Uma Thurman, Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. The answer was the character Maid Marian in Robin Hood 1991. <laughs> oh, Bob, sticking it to us there. Oh wow, you're going back to back. Yeah. Who was the Who was the other one? Uma Thurman and who? Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn was Maid Marian. Really? I didn't oh know no, that. she was. Was she in it with? She might have been in it with Connery. Did like a yes. late yes. yes. Nineteen seventy six, Good Year, by the way. One of Hepburn Hepburn's last films, yeah. a very romantic version with Sean Connery like as old, Robin Hood. Yeah, it was yeah. like an older Robin Hood and maybe yeah, I think yeah, okay. I don't feel bad not getting that. No, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Me back of the rack. What was the Uma Thurman movie? It was um, uh, Robin Hood, nineteen ninety one. Okay. Very underrated version of the story with Patrick Bergen from Sleeping with the Enemy as Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Wow. I think I've seen that I've one seen well. Sleeping with seen the that. Enemy. Yeah. N- number five was Elliot Ness, The Untouchables, TV, 1959 to 1963, and the movie was 87. Wait a minute. The Saint ran for longer on TV than The Untouchables? That seems, wow. It's, seems. Yeah, seems so. Backwards. Number six was Richard Nixon, Frost, Slash Nixon of o- from 08 and Nixon from 1995. All right. Well done, Jason. Number seven was Frankenstein. Stein. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> 1931 and then Young Frankenstein, 1974. I want to contest that one, though. Okay. He just said Frankenstein? Uh-huh. He didn't say Frankenstein's monster? Nope. Ah. Was the movie, wasn't the movie was just called? Was that the one, the 1931? No, but he's naming the character, though, right, oh, right there. Oh, he's naming the character? Frankenstein. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so yeah. this entire quiz is now yes. under protest. Right. Yeah. We, we got them all right. Right. Yes. Number eight, Dr. John Watson, Sherlock mm-hmm. oh. TV from 2010 to 2017, and that's with Freeman. Yes. And then Sherlock Holmes, 2009, with um, Jude Law. Yes. Number nine, Queen Elizabeth I. Yes. Shakespeare in Love, 1998. Ooh, that yep. was good. Yep, good we pull. got that. And Elizabeth in 1998. Mm-hmm. Two movies about Elizabeth in the same year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I was doing in 1998, but it wasn't watching these Queen Elizabeth movies. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, honestly. I never saw Shakespeare in Love either. It's good. You know what's good? It, um, it won Best Picture that year, which is a little bit of a travesty yeah. because mm-hmm. it was the same year that Saving Private Ryan came oh. out. Oh. And, and it really started, it was, um, I forget the guy that was sort of behind the politicking to get best actor. Um, he's like a Harvey, Harvey uh, Weinstein, I think. Yes, Harvey and, Weinstein. And and it became like, that was like sort of the beginning of yes. like this big lobbying to get your movie. And everyone was like, how did Saving Private Ryan not yes. win? Now I know I'm biased because I'm right. a fan of those types like of movies. Him. But has anybody here, have you guys all seen Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. You watch yes. the first 10 minutes of that yes. movie and you're just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's awesome. You don't move. Yes. You're like, oh my gosh. It's so, yeah. that was a little bit of a travesty. And, I and agree. I, I'm not the only one to say that. Mm-hmm. But, but Shakespeare in Love, a wonderfully mm-hmm. delightful movie. 
I, ne- I actually never saw it because of just because of that because it got ran down so much after that when it won. It was almost like the best winning best picture almost hurt it in some ways. Yeah, because it got so trashed by critics and stuff after that. But it's a fun movie. Cool. It's it's worth should, seeing. It's definitely see worth that. seeing. I haven't seen that. I have seen Save It Prime Ryan. Okay. Number ten, Alfred Pennyworth. Yes. There you go. Batman TV, 1966 to 1969. Good call. Good call, Mark. Thank Batman you. Begins, 2005. Ah, yes. Nice. And I'd just like to say the next quiz, I think we need to go back to Bird Calls. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't Bird Calls today. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, no, nope, yeah. nope, pass. pass. I'd be, actually, I'd be giving you guys on that. hints on that We did that pretty one. good on the Bird Calls. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So that was a good quiz. Thank you, Bob. Yes, thanks very thank much, you, Bob. Bob. Yes, thank you. Hey, how's it going? We hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you are, you can send us feedback. And if not, well, I guess you can also send us feedback. Not that we're going to discourage that by our tone of voice or anything. Um, If you want to reach us, you can send us feedback at SpeakTangents on Twitter, speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com, or visit our website at speakingoftangents.com. And if you're here in person today, you can just give us feedback right now if you want. (laughs) I mean, live feedback is awesome. This is our first live show. And also, our first show together, which we talked about before, but also, it's my first show sitting down. That's right. Yes. So, do we have any feedback yes, for we, today? Yes, we have lots of feedback, and we want to thank everybody. We're not going to get to it all, because we've got, we got two episodes that kind of... We have two episodes of feedback. Yes. Because yes, we... We do. We really do. Yes. Last week was pre-recorded. And a lot of it came from all the food discussion. There's a lot of stuff that... You know, jelly donut Oreos branched to peanut butter, jelly, no jelly on your yes. sandwiches. Yeah, do you prefer watermelon, craisins, yeah, that kind of stuff? Yeah, all that stuff. Peeps. So we're, we're actually going to, it's actually inspired us to create a segment for food yes. in a, fu- a future show at some yes. point. So yes. we can have more arguments over food. <laughs> yep. So I think we should just read a few from the people that are sitting out there. Yeah, that sounds you? good to me. So let's start with uh, Jen Babish. At J Bab Sports Chit. This was regarding our discussion of 26.2 and 13.1 bumper stickers. Uh oh. You like that one right there? That's my favorite. 0.0. But good for you. But it's good for you. (laughs) Looks good on you. (laughs) This came out of when I saw both 13.1 and 26.2 on the same car. That's Mm -hmm. just obnoxious. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, I mean, you want to put a bumper sticker, fine, do what you want. I almost want to hit the car. Yeah. Almost. They'd outrun me, though. <laughs> they, yeah. would. they would. Then you, if you hit the car, you'd have insurance troubles. And then we don't want to talk about insurance want, troubles. No, no. no. So she says, my mom and I wanted to make one that said, my grand dog is smarter than your honor student. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like Which that. I, I think it's like, a great idea. I do yes. like that. Um, let us move to Cool Aunt Claire. All right. Oh, there we At go. Cool Aunt Claire. Or Cool Aunt Claire, depending on how you pronounce it. Yeah, whether you're fancy or not. Right, exactly. <laughs> is Jason a communist or something? <laughs> what? He, he wow. doesn't like jelly in his peanut butter sandwiches. That's it. I'm turning him in. Wait a minute. We've covered this many times before. Jelly is the worst condiment. I disagree. It's what? like the Aquaman of condiments. I thought you said that about ketchup. No, ketchup is Superman. Okay. Jelly is Aquaman. Because okay. you can you, thanks. I've just been presented yes. with a pack of hey, Concord grape so Welch's jelly. There's no circumstance under with under which you would want to have jelly on anything. Only on toast. Only on so toast. So it's like Aquaman because it's good at one thing and only one thing. But there's also three or four other condiments that can. 
fulfill its job probably better, just like there's three or four more other superheroes that can take and do... I mean, Superman can fly underwater. I mean, Batman could probably figure out some, you know, device to go underwater. I mean, so if you have... an Iron Man, of course, if you want to get into Marvel. But uh, it's, it's, it's really just kind of there just because you need another member of the Justice League. You need another member of the Condiment League. So it, that's the only reason it's there. But on toast, yes. Everything else, nope. Well, that's my favorite type of jelly, Welch's Grape. Hey, by the way, I brought you a gift today. It's Welch's Concord Grape Jelly. Thank you. See, we don't hate each other. (laughs) No. (laughs) How about John Fitzpatrick at Fitzjohn P? Yes. I don't see him out there anymore. Well, then don't read his comment. Oh, he might have to leave. He was here bright and early, though. Yes. Yes, he was. He says, where is your business sense, speaking of tangents? We have none. Mocking cat and dog condiments? (laughs) You probably missed out on the jump to conclusions, Matt, too. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> which is, we mentioned Office Space before. Yes. A great, great yep. scene in that movie, yes. Yeah. And then Anita from Alaska, who is here. Who is still here. At Safety yeah. Gal AK. She responded, and, and it's, a, it's a really good good point. I didn't realize gluten was a problem for cats. <laughs> because the condiment, the cat Con- condiments were, were promoted as gluten Are you serious? Yes. Yes. See, that's just to yes. appeal yes. to the mindset of the owner. Exactly yeah. what exactly. I said. Yeah. I said the, I tweeted back at her and said, the cats aren't the one that buy the condiments. Because yeah. without putting too fine a point on this, and I'm a cat person, mm-hmm. even though I don't currently have a cat, a cat will go into the cat box and eat its own poop. So <laughs> I've, never, I've seen never seen that. Never seen that? Sure. No. Yeah. Cat will eat, a cat will eat just about anything. So in other words, you don't need to flavor its food yeah. to its particular That's why when taste. I love you, say fancy feast. Yes. yes. You must yeah. have fancy feast. Your cat yes. doesn't care. It's going to no. eat its own poop. Yes. It's like whatever. <laughs> Cats are not particular. <laughs> right. Or fancy. So Bobby Godfrey at Bobby Godfrey. All right, Bobby. Bobby. Said he's leaving for chatter in 15 minutes, and he made it. Yeah. We should have had him on this quiz. He probably would have crushed us. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he, well, me. Well, you did great. You yes, got you 10 did for great. 10. 10 I out did. of 10. Except well, for that one we all missed. we did miss the Maid Marian one. Oh, Nine right. We got it at the end, though. Yeah, we did get it. We read we it at the end. The, once the, once the answers were yeah. given to us, we did we nail did. it. We totally it. nailed it. Yes. Um, and then Robert Berg. Robert Berg. I believe, I'm sorry, that's the incomparable Robert Berg. <laughs> at R3T2, he quoted your tweet about coming down to chatter. And he said, come on, people, let's build a crowd here. I'm going to feel really weird if I'm the only little out in the dining room. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Rob. And then I, we're going to end on uh, cool Aunt Claire again. Anytime I think I've got a plot for the next great American novel, I can hear its summary getting crushed on speaking of tangents, and I give up. <laughs> there you go. I think that well, was. Wait a minute. I, for, I, I need to get Jenny Robbins. Oh, so that was oh, not last. That was not oh, last. Okay. Jenny Robbins at Robbins underscore Jenny. Mm-hmm. She, we were talking about McDonald's. Or I think we were talking about bacon. I don't know. We were talking about food. 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 Yes. She said, no offense to Adam Benson and Mike Vormatag, uh-huh. the best thing that McDonald's ever did was offer sausage instead of Canadian bacon on a muffin. Ah, so they're, they're both from Canada, right? Yes. Well, we don't and really care Adam about Benson offending them, so we can offend them. They're I'm going to disagree. Even though I love Jenny dearly. I'm going to disagree. The Uh-oh. best thing McDonald's ever did was the chicken selects. 
which what that is chicken that? selects. It was a step up from chicken McNuggets. Uh-huh. Because as anybody that's ever che- eaten chicken McNuggets, if you get like a 12-pack, six of those are going to be edible. Yes. The other six is like a beak in them and feathers, yes. and you're like, this is horrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Chicken selects were like legitimate chicken tenders. It was like, a, you like oh. it was like you never had a problem with them. Is they this were, still a thing? Did they no. discontinue? Uh. No, they discontinued it, and I don't know why. And I felt like an 85-year-old man. I never go <laughs> I never go there, and I went, and I was like, I can't see it on the menu. So like, sir, can we get your help? And I'm like... Yeah, I just want the chicken selects. <laughs> I don't see them. Just make them up for me. Yeah, just just invent this. It's they're not like, they're like, we don't carry that anymore. And I felt so old. And I was yes. like, what do you mean you don't carry yeah. that anymore? I'm starting screaming at them. <laughs> right, just give me some fries. I'll die anyways. Thank you. Mark yeah. Stern arrested at McDonald's today. <laughs> exactly. For berating the employees. No, terrible moment. Yes. So, yes, we'll end with Cool Aunt Claire. Okay. At Cool Aunt Claire says, anytime I think I've got a plot for the next great American novel, I can hear its summary getting crushed on speaking of tangents, and I give up. You know this is live, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll edit it out live? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> edit point here. Mark Stern is a fabulous producer. Yes, he, knows he how is. To he can edit anything. Edit live. He can edit live audio. Yes. He's so good. Yes. 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 I can. I can. You did not hear that before. <laughs> no. So I think, well, I think it's good to double up on Claire because she's has. I think she tweeted that she was going to come to Twitter, I mean to Chatter. On tw- she tweeted on Twitter about Chatter. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's hard to say for me anyway. Uh, that she was going to be here like four times this week, potentially. Yep. So it's okay to read multiple yes. comments. Well, five. Yeah. Five. Oh, well, we're not reading five of your comments. <laughs> <laughs> but Great American Novel yes. leads me to our Amazon reviews. Okay. Amazon reviews started as our original feedback before we started getting feedback the first couple shows. Right. We would go on Amazon and read reviews, read mm-hmm. feedback on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Recently, we did one about a book called Bad Boy Rockstar. Yes, we did. And we did. discovered that it was a series of books, and we wondered, how were those other books? And basically, I just read the description on that. So this is less Amazon review and more Amazon description. Okay. So I would like to read to you the description in its entirety from the product Bad Boy Rockstar Book 2. Okay. Jack Colt's back, and now he has a rival. After fleeing to Tokyo to escape Jack Colt's betrayal, I discovered Dad... Wait a minute, what? Dad is hell-bent on marrying me to the rich and good-looking Tamaki. I refuse to be sold off like a piece of meat. With our similar backgrounds, Tamaki and I could soon form a bond. He offers me safety and security, as well as a return to my luxurious lifestyle. But the passion Jack arises in me won't be denied. Can I forgive Jack? Or should I take the sanctuary that Tamaki offers? But the reason I wanted to read this is that, remember the last time we read this, the book had a lot of typos. That was the main complaint in the reviews about yep, the book. Yep. <laughs> so there's typos. a note. <laughs> there's a note from the author at the end of the description that says, this book was written and edited in Australia, so some spelling, grammar, and word usage will not conform to your English norms. Australia? Which, yes. So, so it's okay. Isn't it English? I believe they, <laughs> yes, right. I believe they speak English down there. I'm yes. going to have to make a check on that. <laughs> Um, that's insane. Yes. Uh-huh. That's literally insane. Yes. So that is, uh, that is our Amazon review abridged version for today. Is there anything else that you can think of that you would like to talk about in our live podcast? Yeah, well, I wanted to ask Jen Babish Uh-oh. if she is happy this is going to be over 45 minutes. Yay. And, <laughs> and uh, Patrick Smith, he, he emailed us and said that, you know, because it was a short, po- we've shortened our podcast, that he can no longer mow the lawn while listening to Speaking of Tangents. Ooh. Well, now you can go listen to this one again. And yes. now you can mow the lawn. And come mow my mine in probably yeah, the amount yeah. of time this is going to yeah. take. Yeah. 
So lawnmower podcast, we like that. Yes, we do. All right. So anything else besides that last anything else from our first live and possibly only ever live in the room, in-person show audience, we want to thank Chatter and particularly Mark Stern for helping us out today. Oh, thank yes. you for making this all possible. Give him a hand. This is great. It was great fun to be here. Thank, thank you, Mark. Thank you, guys. Yes. And I got to tell you, you can't just make this the last live show. You got to make this an annual pilgrimage, <laughs> That's man. a good that point. That would be fun. We would yep. love that. It's been great. Speaking of tangents, it's brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by nobody this week. <laughs> today's, it's today's episode was produced by our guest, Mark Stern. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Again, thanks very much for everything. Thank you, and guys. you can find Mark on Twitter at Mark Stern? I believe so. With a no K yeah, and an, an E. Yeah, it's M-A-R-C-S-T-E-R-N-E. Yeah. Um, and, and thanks to Tony and Michael Kornheiser, yes. whoever may be behind the scenes that we don't know about, help to make this happen. Thank you. Awesome. And thanks to all of you for coming. Yes. Yeah, thank you guys. And speaking of Mark, um, no, yeah, speaking of Mark. Okay. We didn't get a chance to talk about this, but check his workout on the Daily Caller. Oh, yes, DailyCaller.com, right? Yeah, DailyCaller.com. It thank is you. it is incomparable. Robert Berg approved. Yes, thank so you. That, that's a good Robert, that's a very right kind words to say, but thank you very much. Craft services provided by Chatter. Yes. And yes. when I say provided by, I mean we full, paid full price. <laughs> <laughs> And in case you didn't know, Chatter is open for breakfast starting at 8 a.m. I did not know that. Speaking of breakfast, did I mention that Chatter is open for breakfast? <laughs> well, it is starting at 8 a.m. on most days. Check your local listings. Or you can probably just at, ask Claire. Yes, she will be here. Who's yes. sitting right over there. Yes. Speaking of over there, thanks to everyone again for coming out today. You get a sticker. You get a sticker. You get a sticker. That's all the stickers we have. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas, and I love you. <laughs>